I know that, but I'm trying to get to recording. Trying to get to my notes because I got notes on here for the show. I wasn't trying to find it. We don't need notes. We don't need no stinking notes. This is all added. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we've rolled right here. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get the show on the road. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. <laughs> All right, that's right, everybody. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. This is the week of November 16th, 2021. We're in season two. This is episode three, or in total, it's episode 54. <laughs> A lot of stats there are people. Yeah. People are into ba- baseball cards, you'll love that. People who don't care about basic cards, like, oh, come on, why? Why are you talking about that? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's the episode it is. We are uh, two blind brothers and the blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I'm your host, Keith. And I'm Harry. And Jill. I'll say, and crickets, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We like to open up with a segment called What's New? Does anyone have a question? Oh, let me go first. It could be something re- recent. What reading, what you doing? Classic family story. If you, everybody who listened to our podcast last week, I listened to it. I seemed to do. I did a lot of coughing, <laughs> but yeah. to let our listeners know, um, later that evening I went into the emergency room. I had pneumonia. Because you were celebrating celebrating them on your day. We had that as a holiday last week. <laughs> and so I I didn't die or anything, but I'm out of the hospital, got out, you know, over the weekend and uh felt really good yesterday. Today I feel like crap. But while I was in the hospital, I told everybody, hey, we have a podcast. That sounds that sounds funny. So we may have a whole bunch of medical staff listening to us. <laughs> I know, because it's like we had like 87 people download. It's like, woo! We, yeah, we had quite a bit of a boost in our stats. I don't know if it's because of that or not, because I think the stats gets counted yeah. at like Saturday at midnight or so. Because I get, I know I'm sick. I'm delirious, but let me tell you, like, we got a podcast. It's funny. <laughs> And just check out our podcast. It's so funny. It's, it's that sounds funny.com. That oh, sounds- I hope they do think it's funny. If you like it, tell a friend. If you hate it, tell an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> just take your friend's phone and subscribe to our right. podcast and give it back to them. They'll never know what hit them. <laughs> <coughs> well, speaking of medical stuff, uh, I. I was listening to, I think, a podcast. Uh, it had a commercial on it. It was about contraceptives, which is not funny in and of itself. But the way the ad was worded, I just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't help it. The, 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 the lady in the ad was advertising a contraceptive patch, which you might be thinking, I don't know where to put that patch at to keep from having babies. With them. <laughs> they could pull some hair coming off but. 
<clears throat> but no, the, the thing that really got me was it, it's, it's a patch. So you don't have to worry about inserting things. And she made it sound uncomfortable. And I thought you do know that if you don't insert things, you won't need a contraceptive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the way the babies work. <laughs> That part might be edited out. Well, my fam my funny story <laughs> that happened this week with us all being blind, you know, our spouses like to fix our plates at dinner time and put it in front of us or whatever, and because that way the food gets on the plate. Uh and my husband usually hands me a towel or a napkin you know, put on your lap. And so I, sometimes we sit at the table and eat. Sometimes we're like, we'll watch a movie while we're eating. So we decided to turn on a movie while we're eating our dinner. So we're sitting in the living room and he hands me some says, here's your napkin, put it on your lap. So I get it and I shake it out. It's a pair of underwear. I said, uh, <laughs> this is a napkin or a towel. What are you, what are you handing me? He goes, this is your towel. I said, this is not a towel. <laughs> You want me to use, are these clean underwear or dirty underwear? <laughs> Maybe He's that's like, a napkin. Oh. Maybe that's his napkin. Well, he, he had been folding some laundry. They, they and were edible, they were they? Me. No. <laughs> I thought, well, this man needs his glasses more often than he knows. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if it feels silky, it's not a towel. More right. <laughs> Because we had spaghetti, so he wanted to make sure sitting here watching our movie, we didn't get pasta all over us. And... But you wear them over your face to keep protected. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the next question would be, how big were they? <laughs> they, well, they uh, were they, underwear. They were boxers <laughs> or pretty big, thinking they were a napkin. So, yeah. yeah. He wears boxers, and I yeah. wear briefs, so they weren't bikinis or thongs or nothing <laughs> so he, yeah he, he gave you a slingshot a thong <laughs> <laughs> it's got dental floss built in <laughs> oh, <ish. laughs> yeah. well i guess I, I might have another maybe a, a bonus thing we uh we're going uh coming home from church the other day and we the kids are out with their dad doing stuff we just had the two little ones with us and I, I, I wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the back uh, because uh, my wife ran inside to do something real quick, which never turned out to be really quick. And they were, you know, playing and being rambunctious and whatnot. And, and they were kind of going back and forth. You're dirty. No, you're dirty. You're dirty. No, you're dirty. I'm like, what's wrong kind of game? That's all about. Mm-hmm. About that same time, my wife turns back. What are you kids doing back there? Ah, there's trash everywhere. Turns out the little boy emptied out a trash can onto his little sister, making her <laughs> dirty. And of course, she did not like that. Mm. And so they were, I guess, throwing trash at each other. Um, but of course, they, she, he, he thought it was fun, <laughs> but she did not. <laughs> and grandma, was, grandma was mad. And so they both kind of got some trouble, but it was kind of cute in that he said, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. And she's like, uh, that's okay. <laughs> and I said, but don't let it happen again. She goes, yeah, don't let it happen again. <laughs> but if the shoe fits, it pinches a little, don't it? So at, at least they're, they're rambunctious, but they're polite enough to apologize to each other. Well, that's good. I couldn't help it. 
<laughs> the devil made me do it. <laughs> so there's an opening story of what's happening lately. Yeah. I, I actually kind of had some more, but I, you know, this happens, I forget to write them down. It's like, ah. Oh, I thought it would. I don't know if you guys get weird emails all the time, but I get these really weird ones. I've told Terry about them. About, oh, put a tea bag in your toilet. See what happens. A tea the other bag day, in your drawer? In your toilet. I don't huh. know why. It's going to make brown water, <laughs> you think, and you're not going to want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to brew tea in your toilet. Yeah. The other day I got one that said, rub toothpaste on your face and see what happens. It'll be shocking. And I thought, no, thank you. I don't need to be shocked by rubbing toothpaste on my face. <laughs> I guess depending on a toothpaste, it could have exfoliating properties, but there's Maybe. better ways to do that. <laughs> and that, uh, what was the other one? Put a put your pillow slips in your refrigerator, and I'm like, why? why? Have a cold oh, pillow? Because in the summertime, then you put a nice cool pillow slip on your pillow, and it'll help you fall asleep faster. If you what? like a cold pillow slip, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Until your head they just have up. some really weird ones. Uh, put baking soda in on your bed or put a lemon in baking soda. You'll be surprised. I'll have a lemon with baking soda on it. And why would that surprise me? <laughs> always getting these stupid emails telling yeah. me to do dumb stuff. And usually I, I just delete them. But I, I get these emails that say, you can, you can wake up next to a sexy married woman every day this weekend. I'm like, that's my wife. How can she keep sending these things to me? <laughs> <laughs> Send you those like, oh well, I thought you did. So <laughs> I kept next to a secondary market. Well, I thought it was you. Oh, you mad impetuous fool! You. Yeah, it's funny because sometimes you just get some really dumb emails. And... Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to our yeah. next uh, thing we're going to talk about, and that would be holiday. Happy holiday! May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays. Um, we uh, record from Tuesday to Tuesday, so we like to go full circle with that. So starting out here with November 16th, Tuesday, which we've already talked about last week. To recap, it is National Fast Food Day today. It's National Entrepreneur's Day today. So Mr. Moneybags Terry can keep on passing go and buy up all the Monopoly properties. <laughs> it's National Button Day. So press those buttons. Button your buttons. <laughs> Wear your button. Uh, it is International Day for Tolerance. Uh, and there's that one. Bay Goodge. Whatever that is, I never did look it up. Mm. Uh, it's Road Safety Week. Moving into November 17th, Wednesday. Oh, jeez. Just huh. day. I'm back for Terry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <Yeah>. day. <laughs> I, I know that you would have had some kind of a wise acre remark over that, but I'm going to go on before you do. <laughs> it's National Baklava Day, hmm. National Hiking Day, 
National Homemade Bread Day. Mm-mm. Make some bread. Yeah. Biscuits or something. A National Take a Hike Day. Sound like the same thing as what we just read. National Unfriend Day. Clear out your Facebook. Yeah, clear <laughs> out your social media accounts. Get rid of all the, the baggage out there. Rename no. them. <laughs> World Prematurity Day. Huh. Pre-maturity. So those who are not yet mature, would that be Child's Day, Childhood Day? Maybe so. if you're a child at heart, you can have a have a day. Well, maybe it's adults that are premature. I don't know. Or maybe it's premature, premature babies. I don't know. Baby, I'm confused Please. about that one. I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's November 18th, Thursday. <laughs> National Rural Health Day. I didn't know the rural was sick. Huh. People in the country need their health too. I guess. <laughs> All those doctors don't make house calls anymore. <laughs> Carry their little black medicine bag with them. Holy cow. Unless you got Humana, they do. Oh, what a lucky man I am. <laughs> but you know what? It's National Princess Day. Oh. Princess. Yeah. Princess. It's Minnie Mouse's birthday. Oh, how old is she? I wonder. 21. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't ask a woman how old she is. <laughs> no. Not even a woman mouse. <laughs> it's also Mickey Mouse's birthday, apparently. <laughs> huh. I didn't know they were born on the same day, maybe a couple of years apart. I don't know. Is that today? What day are we talking here now? Monday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday. Oh, okay. Which, of course, makes it in gen- general Mickey Mouse Day. Uh, I love it. It is the great American smoke out. So those of you who smoke, stop it. 56. 56. Is that how many mouses? No, I just have a mouse say hi. Oh, oh say <laughs> I'm sure she's older than that. Mouse, there it is. It is apple cider day. Uh-oh, I know a thing about apple cider. You do? What? Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a ranch, a vineyard. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the Dickens Ranch. That, Dickens. Dickens yeah. Orchard. Yeah. yeah, go down to Dickens on a cold day. Hot cider. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll have to find that advertisement, but not today. It is pro-antibiotic awareness day <laughs> instead of, as opposed to amateur biotic awareness day. <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry, I read it wrong. It's World Antibiotic Awareness Day. So and if, you're, if, you're, if you're against biotics, it's your day. <laughs> I'm on, I, I'm taking some antibiotics right now. Well, I, I take some probiotics. That's why I thought we had that on the mind. Hmm. Uh, moving on to November nineteenth, Friday, International Men's Day. Be the manly man. Well, Mr. Dillon, there's the low downest, meanest man I ever seen in all my born days. <laughs> what do we do on that day? I don't know. Joe can wear a mustache that day. You're the most fascinating man I ever met, and I want you to marry me. Yeah. Get, get one of those yeah. wax mustaches or something. <laughs> yes, you funny man. Sit around and tell blonde jokes or something. Like that. Hello, my fat little sugar man. It's National Camp Day. 
I don't know why I'd be camping. Maybe deer camp. Well, it is National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day. Oh, soda. Why don't they just say that? <laughs> well, you have all the decaf this and oh. diet that. So this is Manly Day. You got to drink that Manly soda with the caffeine in it. Long time since a man's talked to me like that, Marshall. <laughs> it's National Integration Day, so there you go, Julie. You can't wear your mustache that day. Time to shave it off. You can put on your like padded muscles under your shirt. I'm looking for a man. I've got to have a man. I must have a man. I tell you, I must have a man. Hey, you know what? Somebody mentioned something about a toilet earlier. It's World Toilet Day. Don't put your tea bags in your toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and don't pee in blue water, it might turn green. Uh, but that's all that day. Moving on. Oh, there's something else happened that day. We we're going to a funeral. One of our aunts had passed away and having their memorial service that day. Um, and also, me and my wife are hitting the road. We're going to take a weekend trip. Oh. Maybe mention that a little bit more in a moment. November November 20th, Saturday, Universal Children's Day. Wow. They don't have children in the universe, I guess. They don't have enough of them. Transgender Day of Remembrance. Wow. I didn't know we had to remember them. That's kind of something new, isn't it? Remember your transgender people, I guess. Uh, it's I'm National sure. Peanut Butter Fudge Day. Oh, I like peanut butter. I don't know if I've ever had a fudge. I've had it before. Sounds good, though. Good. National Pay Back Your Parents Day. Pay them back with universal children. <laughs> <laughs> National Adoption Day. So you can adopt some of those universal children. Yeah. National Absurdity Day. Men, a new shaving cream has hit the market. It is called uh, Reverso. Reverso does the way with shaving of any kind. It makes the whiskers grow inside your mouth. All you have to do is bite them off. Remember Reverso. Spelled backwards, it reads, reads, uh, Azerva, which makes it harder to remember. Don't be absurd. <laughs> uh, hopefully people will download our podcast because we're just so absurd. We're trying to be absurd. Survivors of Suicide Lost Day. Oh, sad lost a loved one to suicide. And with the COVID thing happening, that's definitely a lot of people who did that. So it's hmm. future teachers of America Day. So if you're a kid who likes to tell people what to do, you might just grow up to be a teacher. Yeah. Or a <laughs> <laughs> Black Consciousness Day. Now, can huh. only black people be conscious that day? Or can white people? The rest of us are gonna be yeah. sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that means awareness. I don't know, but it says conscious, so only black people can be conscious. Maybe that's what they're calling woke these days. I don't know. That's weird. 
November 21st, Sunday. Hey, now that date sounds familiar for some reason. Uh, well, Could I'll it be there. somebody's? I, I'll get there. <laughs> it's National Stuffing Day. The <laughs> 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 people who are out there listening and wonder why we're laughing so hard, you'll find out in a minute. Stuffing? Stir Stuffing. Up Sunday. Stuffing. World Fisheries Day. <laughs> the World Hello Day. Hello, hello. The World Television Day. <laughs> Herd wow. Awareness Week. So all week mm. long, you can say, have you heard? Heard? Have you heard? Heard, heard? heard what? I don't know. Have you heard? Have you heard me now? Have you heard? <laughs> That's all I have for that. But let me say what, what's so funny is November 19th, I said I'll be leaving on a trip with my wife. Because November 21st is our anniversary, and we're going away to celebrate like we did 40 years ago without kids. Yeah, the 21st is your anniversary. That's a Sunday. I, so I told be- somebody at the church that third day, and I was like, oh, we're just going to go out to Kansas, and we're going to visit our son. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but we're going to do it without kids. Unless you're saying we had kids back then? I don't know. <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> it's like you guys are starting over again. Oh, no. Uh, but we're going to take a road trip and spend the whole weekend in uh, Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Let's shoot them out of a cannon. Come and stalk us if you want. Good luck finding you. That's supposed to be the biggest city in Kansas from what I've heard. And for the biggest city, it's only something like uh, 100,000 or 200,000 people. It's and we somewhere. know a couple of them, both of us. I, I, I told somebody we should come by and pick up you and take you along on the trip, but you're going to have to get kicked out the door at your daughter's house. Yeah, you're, but you're I think she'll be coming the weekend home. With us. <laughs> She's going to be coming home because uh, we're going up to our other daughters up north for Thanksgiving. Okay. We'll, so see, we, 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 we can take you there to visit her and you could ride back with her. There you go. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to continue our holidays, uh, uh, November 22nd, Monday, is my sister in law's birthday because her birthday was the day after we got married. Oh, happy yeah. birthday. Uh, I don't want to say your name. She, she was born the same year as you, so yeah. John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Was it? November. It 20th. is go for a ride day. Needless to say, you'll be doing a great public service. So if you're a Kennedy going for a ride, might not be. Nineteen sixty-three. Oh my gosh, what a heathen thing to do! It's love your freckles day. Oh, I've always hated my freckles. <laughs> Had an aunt. <laughs> And Doris, I can say it in because she now lives at Buckerell Cemetery. She used to say, I don't know how you got there, freckles. You were followed too close behind a cow. Uh-uh. <laughs> 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 somebody else there, Aunt Doris, with me. Uh, um, National Sovereignty Day in Argentina. Uh, wait a minute. I know that's a, maybe how she got her freckles. I was told by somebody they're angel kisses. Angel kisses? <laughs> Too close behind that cow. <laughs> yeah, Sun kissed, angel kissed. No, we got it. Anyway, back that, to that's how you and I got ours. Maybe she got hers by the cow pasture. Maybe. 
<laughs> Let's see. Where was I? Oh, there we go. No, November 23rd, Tuesday. Third. So this is for all you listeners out there because we're going to repeat this next week when we're recording again. It is National Turkey Espresso Day. Day. So you can have hyper-caffeinated coffee that day. <laughs> Dibonaxi Day. Do not know what that is. Eat a Cranberry Day. Only Has one? Just one, yeah. Just one. <laughs> Get you one of those dried ones and pop it in your mouth. So I can stay. Wow, and that's it. That's all we have for next week on Tuesday. Yeah. I guess they're saving themselves for the big holiday next week. Of course, it's Thanksgiving. But that is the holiday. That's where we all go out and eat McRibs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I had a McRib the other day. I hadn't had one in, I don't know how long. And I have to say, the rib was great. The bun was a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they get that way. The bun was it, it, it was like trying to uh, hold a big slimy chunk of gooey meat with a piece of tissue paper. <laughs> you just make it sound so delightful, but <laughs> the slides all over the place, you gotta get a firm grip on it. I, I per- pretty much didn't eat the bun. I just picked up the big slimy gooey piece of meat and I ate the bun later. And wow. I had a napkin and whacked off my hands and face and arms and everything else. <laughs> and then had a shower afterwards. <laughs> I bet. Sounds like a mess. <laughs> well, we like to move on here then to our news. Yeah. News, news of the week. Of the week. I want to go first. I want to go first. Go ahead. My story is about a woman giving birth on her front yard, and it was caught by her doorbell camera. And caught the whole thing. Caught the whole thing. Yes, she was having labor pains, and they were ten minutes apart. She thought, "This is my first child. It's going to be a while." But they sped up really quick, and she decided to tell her husband, "It's time to go." And she only made it as far as her front yard and decided she couldn't take another step. (laughs) Her mom and her husband delivered the baby on the front yard. And of course, like all the movies, the uh, ambulance showed up right after the baby was born. Yeah. Like the cavalry came in. This is Hercule. (laughs) And luckily she was facing, she said, the right direction so she could share the video. So I'm not sure (laughs) the right direction is showing the birth. Was her feet towards the door or away? It didn't didn't say. I read that story too. It didn't say. Guess you'll have to show him the thing with the stuff, McGee. I don't know either. It's like the, the right direction to share the girl with medical staff or with family <laughs> and friends. <laughs> but this is your also first baby picture. You know, Here it comes. Let me look into it. <laughs> it's also said in that art, they, they only lived like five minutes from the hospital as they right. procrastinated so long because they were just five minutes from the hospital. And she figured, oh, I got plenty of time. <laughs> my contractions are only five minutes apart. I can wait. Sure. Yeah, we almost had our number four kid on the front steps of the hospital. Oh, we actually made it inside. (laughs) (laughs) Like a cow in the pasture. Wow. Baby right here in the grass. So you got something to tell me? My first story is 
A woman in British Columbia, Canada, was um, out on her porch smoking a cigarette, so it says. She's out on her porch smoking a cigarette, and she had dozed, she was really sleepy, dozing in and out. And the next thing she knew, she was awoken when something was licking her hand. And it was a big black bear. Oh. And the bear had snuck up on her while she was dozing, silent as a cat, she said. Just creeping along. I think he was looking for some Kentucky fried chicken. Did he use right? Get some food? Gave her a good lick on the hand. She woke up and noticed and didn't panic and just intentionally froze because she didn't want to get attacked. And so she just let the bear lick her hand and it's like, mm, your day's good. <laughs> Are you dead? He was trying to. Oh, he was like Smokey the Bear putting that cigarette out. <clears throat> Excuse me, lady. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, but that bear you should be smoking a bud like that. <laughs> she sat there and she just was calm and, and collective and just freaking out at the same time. But, mm, mm, mm. The bear eventually licked from her all the way up to her elbow and then he just took off. Wow. Oh, I guess you're awake now. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> My job here is done. Uh, go back to California. They got Kentucky Fried Chicken on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a story that I actually sent to Terry last month that I thought you might use for your top 10 list, but you didn't. Someone else read it now because. Whenever I sent it to you is before <laughs> the voting, and you could actually vote for this. Well, this is the results. Um, American Girl Dolls, Risk and Sand, make it to the Toy Hall of Fame hmm. in uh, Rochester, New York. Uh, American Girl Dolls and the strategy board game Risk have been inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame on uh, whatever Thursday in recognition on their influence of the toy industry. Sand, <laughs> which the group called probably the mo oldest and most universal toy in the world, was also inducted. Those are the top three. All three were honored in a ceremony after winning over a panel of uh, experts who finally voted on the American doll. Also in the running were uh, competitive games such as Battleship, the Settlers of Catton, if I'm saying that right, Mahjong, and Billiards. Those are all in the running. Uh, as well as Cabbage Patch Kids, Masters of the Universe, Fisher Price Corn Popper, the Toy Fire Engine, and the Pinata. Those are the top toys inducted into the Hall of Fame. Hmm. Anyone can nominate a toy. To be considered, it must have withstood the test of time and changed play or play design. The fostered learning, creativity, or discovery. So, uh, and then it goes on to talk about uh, American Girl dolls and how they got started. Uh, 
They help to explore American cultural diversity and stuff like that there. Yeah. They're expensive, them American Girl dolls. Yeah, um, they are. I've been to the shop up in Chicago where it's nothing but American Girl dolls. And the, they yeah, have one it, over in Missouri. I think it's in Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. Whatever mall it is over there. I forget the name of the mall. but Chesterfield Mall. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not I'm sure. pretty sure that's what it is. Let's see. We um, went there once with Ashley and I was like, holy cow, like you said, it's just dog clothes and dolls. Yeah. and You have dolls of all sorts of, you know, Americana. Uh, you know, and so it, it's the dolls themselves just by changing their clothes or whatever you can you know, learn about the American culture and stuff. So, mm-hmm. And I guess it didn't work for worldwide stuff too now, I guess. I mean, I'm not an Amer- American girl doll, you know, kind of player person so oh no come on you know you love baby dolls <laughs> yeah gi joe is my my flavor on that one and i guess action figures uh, masters of the universe was one of the runners up so right but yeah sand so, sometimes they have had like stick <laughs> was a, a toy so it doesn't have to be a manufactured toy to be you know rock you know, Pet Rocks in the 70s was a big thing, you know. Yeah. Well, are you done with that story? Oh, yeah. Okay. My next story is about a guy that evaded the police for 52 years, a bank robber. Hmm. In 1969, he robbed a bank. He was a teller at a bank. And he, at the end of the day, put over $200,000 in a paper bag and just walked out of the job. Never to be seen again. <laughs> hmm. In 1969, $200,000 would have went a long way. Yeah. <laughs> These days, not so much. This it happened in Cleveland, Ohio, but the man ended up with his money. He only went as far as Massachusetts, and that's where he's been for the rest of his life, fifty more than 50 years. Hmm. He uh, he lived there, and he got a He, he, he must have a invested wisely, huh? Maybe he got married and had a kid, and it's weird because it's, he said they said the police said that he got this idea from a Steve McQueen movie. Um, I forget the name of the movie. I thought I had it in my notes, but uh, it said that he died in May with lung cancer. So I don't know if they caught him before May and asked him all these questions or if they uh, figured it out after, because I don't know how they would have got all this he, information. He wrote a after. note. May, when May. I die, here's the secret of the bank robbery. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of a different hiding in plain sight all these years. Yeah, well, really- there was an old, it wasn't a Jack Benny episode. It's, there's a radio show called Suspense that had Jack Benny on it. And the story was that he was a bank teller and the day before he was to retire as the bank teller, uh-huh. he uh, stole all the money out of the vault and uh, secretly hid it in his desk. And then he locked us off in the vault and claimed that burglars broke in, took the money, locked it in the vault. And his only request whenever he was to retire was that the business let him take his desk home with him as a keepsake <laughs> after all these years of sitting behind that desk. And of course, <laughs> in the days of old-time radio, justice is done and his secret comes out. And yeah, he doesn't get money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
The name of that movie was Thomas Crown Affair. So if you ever see that movie, it'll give you some ideas of how to rob a bank. But way back in 1969, you know, before computers and stuff, I was thinking banks had a lot of money. I don't know how they could tell if, unless you really made a big dent in the cash that they had. You know, everything's on computers now and they can tell and Right, that, that things are done a lot more electronically. But back then, when you got paid, they handed you cash money. You didn't, you know, take it on the credit card. Yeah. So there was a lot, a lot more cash. Yeah, yeah these. That days, was my second story. All right, I have money? a story. Okay. This is an early one. It's not. It's getting to be that time of year. Um, I had to listen to it again because it said down in Georgia. And so I was trying to figure out if it meant Georgia over in Russia or Georgia in the United States. Apparently, outside of Atlanta, Georgia. That's the United States. Conservationists <laughs> spotted a small herd of European, well, they thought it was elk, but when they looked at the cameras more closely, there was like um, nine red deer running side by side in the rain. Hmm. So that's like nine reindeers. Uh, Dasher and dancer and prince. <laughs> I know. They're getting some pre- pre-Christmas exercise in running along there. <laughs> and, so, and so they are trying to make sure that, you know, because the they are European red deer went down to Georgia. They were looking for a soul to steal. And the first one had a red nose. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, a group of red deer, European deer were spotted. They thought they were elk. I was just joking about the whole reindeer thing, you know, make it funny. Uh, yeah. They are, they're trying to capture them because they think they came from out west. They just want to make sure. Would you know, like things traveling? They, they came from California get, to get away from the Democrats. They, they want like the Republicans <laughs> in Florida better. Oh, Georgia they did, infect them with their political diseases and stuff. Yeah. And you know, because they supposedly came from Europe, and they want to make sure that they went from Europe to the west and to the oh, east. Maybe they came from Afghanistan on one of those airplanes and brought those people over. They're easier. Running, running side by side. Dasher, dancer, prancer, vixen. Rudolph's in the front. Rudolph's in the front. He's got a red nose in the front and a brown nose on the back. Yep. They're all too close. (laughs) (laughs) Got got them some reindeer freckles. Yeah. Well, this is a story I actually heard on another humorous podcast this week on Babylon Bee. Doug, the ugly New Zealand potato, uh, could be the world's biggest. I think on on Babylon B they said that he is in the running for being in the Guinness Book of World Records. But the article I read was named a potato Doug (laughs) because you had to dig it out of the ground. That's how they got it. They dug it out. Dug it. Dig Doug. Dig dig it. it. I knew that's good. Dig it and dug it. Well, like in New Zealand. Colin and Donna Craig uh, were digging in her garden when they struck something big. 
as the couple knelt down and began digging around it, they wondered if it was some kind of strange fungal growth, a giant puffball. But after Colin tied it up from outer space with his garden fork, a potato fork, uh, he scratched away a bit of the skin and tasted it. <laughs> yeah, let's see what it tastes like. <laughs> they, we couldn't believe it, Donna says. Uh, it, it was just huge and not exactly pretty. <laughs> <laughs> More of an ugly mutant look. But it's quite possibly the largest potato on Earth. Uh, and that and was where couple, New Zealand? When the couple lugged it into their garage and set it on the scales, it weighed in at a remarkable 7.9 kilograms or 17.4 pounds. That's a huge bowling ball. Uh, that's equal to a couple of sacks of regular potatoes or one small dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, he was pretty brave for scratching the skin away and tasting it. What if it would have been like a petrified elephant turd or something? I know. <laughs> and, and you know, the thing is, is he's, he's scratched away the skin to taste it. And remember the pumpkin that had a crack in it, it didn't make the world's record. Because it had a crack right. So maybe him doing that, oh, like I said, this article didn't say whether the Guinness people were going to let it in the book or not. But uh, like so the Babylon folks implied that it might make it. Huh. Did they did they weigh it? How much did it weigh? The potato has become something of a celebrity around their small town in their Hamilton. They named the potato a Doug after the way it was unearthed. They even built a small cart that toured it around. <laughs> Is that a baby in your baby carriage? Oh, how ugly. <laughs> did they say how much it weighed? They put a yeah, he said how much it weighed, but they waited in, in kilo, kilo. How they, much did it weigh, Keith? They they put a hat on and put him on Facebook, took him for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a bit of fun. It's amazing what entertains people. <laughs> how many kilograms? Anyway, the huh? How many kilograms did it weigh? I think it was seven point nine kilograms, seventeen pounds. Now, the world's record one was 7.2 kilograms. And they, they've had it, they've, like I said, walk it in a stroller, basically, put a hat on it. Uh, it was starting to well, shrivel, so they put it in the freezer so it wouldn't you know, lose too much. We well, know Joe Dirt did that, too, in the movie Joe Dirt. And that turned out to be a bit of a turd. Yeah. <laughs> Eat ketchup off of it. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> hopefully they didn't spoil that potato. He'd be a rock potato. Yeah. It could have came from outer space. It's a space tater turd. <laughs> but anyway, the article goes on and on. It's quite a long article. But uh, anyway, basically, uh, they say that uh, uh, he doesn't have any special gardening tips, and the Guinness people uh, aren't going to talk about the pending record. So, yeah. That's not as big as the big giant pumpkins and stuff, but that's still a big potato. Yeah. 17 pounds. That's like a, that's like a bowling ball. You know? Oh, I didn't know that. Right. 
Yeah, my next story. story, yep, it comes from Egypt, of all places, where there's mm. been lots of attacks of scorpions biting people. Uh, the weather, scorpions. the inclement weather has been dry, driving scorpions out of their nice little dry homes. And I guess there's had a lot of rain, so the scorpions come out. And that wasn't with the Itsy Bitsy Spider that did that. <laughs> Sting people. Three people have died and hundreds are injured by these crazy uh, scorpions. Scorpions on the move. Yeah. Scorpion King. The well, Scorpion King has a Rule number one where you used to camp in the desert in the military is in the morning, shake out your boots. Shake your boots. You never know what's going to get inside that fence. <laughs> hmm. Shake out scorpion could be a snake. Yeah, but the bet all they say is to try to stay inside. And of course, I would think if you see in a scorpion, unless they're humongous, just squish them. <laughs> they're they're generally I, pretty harmless. They'll, they're more apt to run from you than not, but they will attack if you antagonize them. Huh? Yeah, I don't know much about them. How big they grow? You know, if they're they're pretty small. Are they? They're like the sci-fi movie. They can grow to climb up the side of a building. <laughs> I say they always make them look different on movies. They're humongous, like King Kong or something. Yeah, they're small. They're like maybe the size of a postage stamp. <laughs> I mean, they might be bigger than that, but typically the ones I've seen, it's really small. You're a hard man, McGee. My next story takes place in El Paso, Texas. I've been there. Interstate 10, a truck carrying milk spilled its load all over the highway. People cried. Many people were crying. (laughs) (laughs) Don't cry over spilled milk. They sure could have used some of that toilet paper from the truck last week. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's been a lot of babies. It, uh, Spilled this load of milk on Interstate 10. It um, on Interstate 10, they have uh, check checkpoints where you have to stop to check for any illegal aliens and illegal milk. Apparently, the truck decided it it didn't see the sign and splat <laughs> spilled its milk all over. Hmm. Excuse me, and hmm. they uh, illegal milk that was carrying. Well, I guess milk would just absorb into the ground, right? I mean, it's just well, liquid. Yeah. You would just get a squeegee and just push it off the road. It's soured. A lot of cats come by yeah. looking it up. There you go. So <laughs> it's not like it's a dangerous substance or anything, so... Unless the Fresh cats are blocking the road. I thought there was more to the story than that, but I do have one more after. I, I, I don't just, have any. I just have one more. Uh, speaking of, you know, Christmas time coming up. I know it's not Thanksgiving yet, but it's still time to you know be in the Christmassy spirit. Um, <clears throat> you know, we never had this growing up, but they have you know the elf on the shelf thing mm-hmm. you guys know anything about the elf on the shelf yeah yeah, yeah. well i do a, a judge fights the tyranny of elf on the shelf by banning it 
in Georgia. Oh, no. Oh, the state of Georgia? Marietta, Georgia. Uh, in the town. Santa may have fewer eyes in the homes this season after a Georgia judge jokingly banned the elf on the shelf. Because yeah, apparently elf on the shelf, it sits up on the shelf and it watches the kids. Are you good to the boys and girls? It moves around from room to room, you know, in the middle of the night to spy on people. And if it doesn't move, that means it's lost its magic and you might have a bad little boy or girl in your house. Yeah. Like Santa, so anyway, Claus, Santa um, Claus is spy cam. <laughs> the uh, Cobb County judge uh, on Twitter has banished these elves. Uh, tired of living under elf on the shelf tyranny, not looking forward to the elf forgetting to move and causing your kids emotional distress. I am a public servant, and I will take the heat for you. My gift to tired parents <clears throat> is to ban the elf on the shelf, he tweets. <laughs> How will we ever know if kids are bad if we don't have elves to watch over them? So, inexplicably, elves sometimes move and sometimes they don't. When those elves do not move, they affect children of tender years and put them in states of extreme emotional distress, he wrote in his order. Uh, he recalled a horrific incident in his own home when three children were sent to school in tears with one child being labeled the possible elf murderer and accused <laughs> <laughs> making the elf lose his magic. Uh, you were the bad one. No, it wasn't me. It was you. No, yeah. it wasn't me. <laughs> so, get, given the risks of such emotional trauma, uh, 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 what's the saying? Uh, and supply chain issues caused by the COVID 19 pandemic, the judge wrote he had no choice but to ban the elves in Cobb County. Now, he did make an allowance for parents who wanted to subject themselves voluntarily to the off-on-the-shelf tyranny. So, so the early Christmas-related uh, story there. Huh. I have one more story myself. This was a pretty quick story. If, if we're ready, um, a British officer in England has spent uh, $35,000 refurbishing an armored personnel carrier to actually make it look like a tank. And he has turned it into uh, a, a limousine. He chauffeurs people to and from weddings and funerals in a tank taxi cab. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so. <laughs> And he charges about a thousand dollars a party, you know. And it's like it's really an armored personnel carrier that he's got. You know, I don't know if it's like the M one one threes that I drove a lot, or that's you know, it's they, a new twist like, on a shotgun wedding. <laughs> yeah, or or you know, the, the terrorist uh, wedding or something. You know, <laughs> terrorist wedding. Ter you're a terrorist getting married to your thirteen year old bride <laughs> in uh, Afghanistan. So 
you know, it's like, that's pretty cool. You know, I would, that'd be neat to do that. I, I've always wanted to see if I could get a armored personnel carrier myself and drive it around, but. Yeah. The, the, well, the thing about a tracked vehicle like that is that they, they tend to be hard on roads. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't drive it on the road. I, I know the M1 <laughs> weren't so bad to drive on pavement, but the old M60s, man, they could really turn a, a paved road into like dirt. <laughs> yeah. They really chewed them suckers up. Okay. So we need to go to Jill's words, don't we? We're- my words, my words. Look at my words. Thank you. All right. Our first word is blinkered. B L I N K A R D. Blinkered. It's a new game on the Price is Right. Blink card. Blink Blink card. Blinko. Blinko. (laughs) You blink when you shoot billiards. Well, you, you, you play games like, like, like playing poker and you have the blink card. <laughs> the blink card. <laughs> that, that means you're, you're bluffing or something. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, my, I thought you said blinkered, uh, which is kind of a, a slang word for somebody who might be blind is your blinkers are on, you know, broken from. So they refer to a blind person sometimes. Got as, blinkers. As, as a blinky or a blinker or something. You may say you may have it. You may have it. It's somebody who blinks with bad eyes. So, so that's how they do with your eyes. I think we need a judgment call. Well, it's close enough. Just give them the point. What? No lengthy definitions on the meaning of the word. No. No endless rambling on trivia. No. No long history of the word or customs behind it. No. All right, what's going on? Would you believe? I just wanted to let you do most of the talking today. David, are you for real? Of course I am. See, look for yourself. Metal, plastic, all those blinking light things. That's not what I meant. Come on. Give us the definition of Jill's words so we can make the call. Um, I can't. Why not? Well, it's like this. Come on, spit it out. What? Ew, yuck. Spitting is a nasty habit. Besides, I'm not leaking anywhere. David, you're stalling for time. What's really going on? Okay, okay. I'll tell you. I lost my internet connection. What are you saying? I can't look up the word right now. Just give Keith and Terry the point. All right. Ha 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 ha. Okay. If you say so. Ha 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 ha. Just ring the bell, Callie, and stop with the laughing. Okay. Ha 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 ha. You got it. Ha 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 ha. Blink, 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 blink. Our next word is Galpin. G O W P E. N. It's the pen where you keep your gals at. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a pig pen, you have a gal pen. Whatever What's a gal a is. Gal. Is that like a turkey? And it's a pig, a cow. It's a goat and a cow. A gal. It's, it's, it's a guttural cow. 
So the cow said, "Wow." <laughs> well, I don't even know what a it's gal a would, uh, instrument. What a gal would be. Uh, it means a pencil. It means a handful. Oh, it's a handful. Oh, we were a handful. A handful we were kids. <laughs> you were a galpin. If you were a handful. <laughs> yeah, we 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 burned out so many babysitters growing up. They would just refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our next word is bathygraphy, B-A-T-H-Y-G-R-A-P-H-Y. Well, the graphy Bathig- part means writing, like calligraphy is handwriting. Graphy. So bathygraphy. You, you, you draw in the bathtub? You ba- you're writing a batch file for a computer program. <laughs> You, 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 you have a bubble bath, and you use the bubbles to write things with in the bathtub. Graffiti. <laughs> hmm. or, or you're drawing your name in the bottom of the tub before you put the water in. <laughs> I guess the girls couldn't do that. Well, I don't know. The answer is kind of a long one. The uh, scientific exploration of the sea with sonic instruments. Yeah. I, I, I was I almost thought about that because they have a bathosphere which goes under the water. But I but thought I might give it away because with, with you being a, in the military, I thought maybe you might know that because of something to do with. I guess maybe if you're in the navy, maybe well, like that you said, a bathosphere is that little. It's like a ball-shaped thing. It goes under the water, and so they probably have, like I said, instruments that measure things, and they have. Written out on charts and graphs. Hmm. That's kind of my after the fact. Yes. <laughs> Our next word then is pendiculation. Pan. What? P A N D I C U L A T I O N. Pendiculation. Well, the pan uh, and the and the middle part does go together. That's where <laughs> I'm keeping at. <laughs> the pan. Wow. Pan. Wow. That mean it can mean bread. No. <laughs> the, pan, the pandemic ejected. Wow. Yeah, an, an, ex, an explosive loaf of bread. <laughs> oh wow, you guys are all over. Uh, this word means a full body stretch. Oh, we had that before. I remember the. I remember the I definition. Last week. I don't know. <laughs> I remember the definition from somewhere. Remember the word. Well, I can stump you guys with the same words over and over. Then yes, you could. <laughs> uh, this next one, you'll know. Klutz. K L U T Z. Kate. It's a third pedal on your car. <laughs> clutch. <laughs> That's a clumsy person, a klutz. Yeah, it's like an awkward, me. clumsy person. <laughs> that one was the one that everybody knows that one. Let's see. the. Our next word is Ligorkia. L-O-G-O-R-R-H-E-A. Lagorhia. Wow. Well, logo is like Greek for word. Uh, Orkia. Gorkia. I don't know what that means. Gorky the clown. (laughs) Gorky Gorky Park in Russia. (laughs) 
some of these words are really crazy. Any guesses, Terry? Uh, Lagorkia. Oh, what a dork. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a Russian sign on the park. Here's your sign. It means a talkative person. Oh, that's one that's... of us here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me sometimes. <laughs> Our next word is clam jam fiend. C L A M J A M P H I N E. So clam jam fiend. It's, it's like you know a jam you make out of clam, so it's like peanut yeah. butter and clam jelly. Clam, clam jam. <laughs> Come on down to space jam clam jam. It's the clam jam. <laughs> the underwater basketball game. Oh, oh, we're getting creative. <laughs> this word means a mob of worthless people. Maybe well, rioters us. are clam jam fiends. <laughs> that must be us. <laughs> that's my words. Well, that, that, that's the politicians and, and the capital. Yep. Uh, I was thinking rioters are a bunch of to me, I mean, sure, they might be people that are, you know, well-educated, but... But they're doing worthless things, yeah. Right. But that's yeah. my word, so we can move on to Terry's top ten. Top ten. If you have one. If we yeah. dare. <laughs> Terry's yeah. tantalizing top ten. Uh. My top 10 list this week I got from somebody. <laughs> and it's top 10 breaking wind. <laughs> uh, um, number one, the champion of the escape room, which is your body. It's kind of dumb. That's why I started with it first. <laughs> <laughs> the champion <laughs> escape room of your body. That's like the part you sit on, right? That's where my body is, has some escape from. <laughs> yep. Number next one: tooting your own horn. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, also has to do with the part you sit on. <laughs> <laughs> The back door burp. Oh. <laughs> heard that one? I haven't heard um, about that. That's funny, though. This one is for all the wizards out there. Poof. <laughs> poof. Magicians. Poof. Magician poof trick. Yeah. Oops, I poofed. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> don't, don't let it breaking, breaking the brown barrier. The brown barrier instead of the sound barrier. Euphemism <laughs> <laughs> for cutting the cheese. Oh, wait, that might be on here. Um, a strong tailwind. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have. Uh, you, you can run the straight line, we do that one. 
That, that's, how you know what, that's how you know what a bee farts. It, it flies all zigzagged and it flies in a straight line. Uh, what was this? I think number six. six. A blast from the past. Oh, gross. <laughs> that's, that's also known as a dinosaur. <laughs> Uh, the next one is for all those laser lovers out there. Pew pew. <laughs> pew pew. Pew 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 pew. I think that was a word we had last week. Pew pew. Yeah, uh, pew pew. So that was from our house. Or something. Yeah. I can't remember. Something. I remember hearing it too, but I it's an El-, El Salvadorian. Uh, oh, yeah, like bread thing. Bread stuffed with something or other. Yeah. No, Look, <laughs> it's the poo-poo train. <laughs> Another euphemism for farting. The thunder from down under. That's an Australian <laughs> fart. <laughs> and you fart with an accent. I think that was you all that, ten of them right there. That half the flap on the sides. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was ten there, but you got. Cut the cheese and stink pickle. <laughs> stink pickle. I ain't never heard yeah. that one. Bark and spider. Bark and spider. That's what your kids used to call it. <laughs> I can't think of any of it. Let us know, listeners. Send in your farts. <laughs> your euphemisms. Oh, before we move on to our anchor topic, I guess I could wait and do this with uh, emails. But at our meeting the other day, there's a guy. We'll call him. Oh, I don't know. Roger. <laughs> he wanted me to let us know, let you guys know. He's not sure how to email things in, but he wanted me to tell this joke on today's podcast. And the joke is, do you know the difference between uh, beer nuts and deer nuts? A B and a D. Beer nuts are $1.69 and deer bucks are deer nuts are under a buck. Ah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Roger, for that joke that you couldn't send in, but I got it on here. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the the best way is just very well say first click on say contact first. and fill out the form, or send it to tsf at that sounds funny dot com. Yeah, I was gonna save it until your uh, emails. But you can I say, we can say first names, you know. You can say first names on this. Well, I did. I, I know usually people, unless you have their permission, you're not supposed well, to use their name. He gave you permission to tell that joke. So. Yeah, he wanted me to tell it. He had another one, but I forget what it was. I'll have to get a hold of him. Because he sure said it's deer season now. So. Properly. Yeah. So now we get to move on to our anchor topic. Yeah, and I didn't read the book. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, 11 hours long. I couldn't read it either. I do well, see, we just pick a chapter and read a chapter well, each time. The topic this week is going to be communications. And I honestly don't remember how the, how the uh, table of contents is broken out or whether there's a chapter in particular or not on this topic. Because the lady who wrote the book that we're referring to, which I can't think of the name at the moment, I'm sure I'll think of it. 
Margaret Smith, I think. Yeah, when you go when blindness strikes, don't strike back or something like that. Uh, she she has has her own systematic way of describing things. So and it doesn't quite line up with our list of seven items. But you know, the topic is communications. Now, just take a note from her topic we covered last week on orientational ability. We did talk about is she got into the benefits of electronic methods of walking as opposed to not using like GPS and sonic devices and whatnot. So under communications, uh, let's talk about the benefits of electronic ways of communicating versus non-electronic ways like you know, voice recorders like as, opposed to, or... yeah, as opposed to paper or whatever. Well, of course, an email you're going to get quicker or a text message even than trying to mail a personal letter. Unless you can't figure out how to send an email to your funniest podcast ever and make someone read it for you. (laughs) 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 But yeah, email is fast and anybody can send one, even blind people. And it don't take a stamp. Totally free. It arrives instantaneously. There's only the, the slightest of delay. And there, you know, a blind person can write it, a sighted person can read it, vice versa. I get emails all the time from, uh, what was it, the ACB list. So you got blind people sending stuff to blind people. Uh, so it's very versatile, very flexible. Uh, the big drawback is. Uh, not knowing the right address, that you'd be in the same boat if I didn't know Jill's address and wanted to send her, say, the card in the mail, I'd still be stuck. Uh, a drawback could be is maybe you don't have a f- computer or a phone or an internet. Or internet connection. Right. Then it would be difficult to eat. But these days, it's so ubiquitous out there. Jill's work, Jill's work. Ever present, it's just everywhere. You know this this latest uh, build back better bill or infrastructure. I forget which one is supposed to have nationwide broadband. I'm thinking, well, that'd be cool. But honestly, you're in the middle of a cow pasture in Wyoming. Do you need to have broadband? <laughs> but. Uh, there's the, the more technology is in use, the, the more effective email and electronic communication is. Uh, but yeah, if you think about it though, if you just use regular traditional methods like paper, whether it be brailled on the paper or written, uh, it's a bit more universal. The only drawback there is if you don't know how to read. If you're illiterate, can't read the ink on paper, or uh, you're illiterate, you know, braille illiterate, don't read the books on the paper. Or like me, my fingers are going blind too, so I can't feel the dots anymore. Yeah, and braille is tricky too because most things, grade one, I heard in one of the books that grade one is where it writes out every letter of the word, but grade two does a lot of abbreviations and shortens up the words. A lot of contractions. 
contractions, yeah. So unless you know those contractions, which there's probably hundreds of them, uh, that makes yep. it kind of tough too. Yeah, the other day, can. I forget what I was looking at, but I had a word. It was, I think it was a dot five and the letter O. And I was like, I know I've seen that before, but I Once. couldn't think of what it was. Yeah, oh, I had yeah. to ask Diane what it was. Because I could not think of what in the world this letter meant. What is this? I mean, if you can picture it, it looked like a diamond, you know, up one up high, one down low, and one on each side, a dot. Right. And I was like, huh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> And it's not only a standalone word, the word one, O and E, it's phone, have a PH sign and the O and E sign. Uh-huh. It's called phone. Oh, oh, by itself is on, isn't it? Uh, I think so. I don't remember. And then they, huh, they add to that. But yeah, I couldn't think of what the word was and it had me stumped. Yeah. So unless you know, because sometimes I got something in the mail not long ago that my husband says, well, it says you requested this. It's written here. I said, well, then read me what it says. Well, it's in Braille. Here, you read. And I, I don't know what this says. I know Braille letters. I'm more of a grade one. And it had a lot of contractions. And I had it no was clue. Having a Braille baby. Contractions. <laughs> it was like, I, I can figure out every couple words. But I, I still don't know what this is all about. I still, yeah. to this day, don't know what it was all about. Because I don't know even what happened to the Braille letter. Yeah. Uh, and you requested it, huh? Wow. I requested something, but I sure don't know what I would have requested. <laughs> yeah, that that's interesting. And, and again, <clears throat> the communication, as diverse as there are methods, uh, there's shortcomings behind them. Now, the one thing about paper, let's say, is you know, think of like you know, the Dead Sea Scrolls. This was written on paper, and they found these scrolls back in the 40s. They were from like 100 years before Jesus was on Earth, or something like that, and they still exist. Could you imagine if you buried a microchip in uh, a thousand years from now? Would it still be readable? <laughs> well, know, that's a good question. Uh, Not all the dirt off of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, assuming it was dirt free. Would their technology still understand the formatting that we use today? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but You're certainly, like the, it finding the Rosetta Stone. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, I'm just saying the electronic forms aren't always that durable. I mean, they say, "Oh, once you put it on the internet, it's there forever." You write something when you were in high school, you know, 30, 20, 30, 40 years ago, it's going to be out there forever. Well, yeah, only if the server retains it. But servers go down. The data gets lost. It, Unless it you're always... a politician and then they dig up dirt on you forever. Yeah. <laughs> you believe this guy was in blackface and he was a freshman in college 50 years ago. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything, you know? Yeah. What does that do with his politics now? That's, that's no different than one of us dressed up like a girl for Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, Jill. It wasn't me. It was him. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh. I didn't do it. What yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, forty years ago, it would have been perfectly acceptable to dress up. Did it for Halloween. Let's think of that uh, Paul McCartney song, uh, "Ebony and Ivory." The uh, I, I, I think he was a blackface. So. Uh, 
but the point there is it they they play together in perfect harmony on the piano keyboard. Uh, they there shouldn't be an issue of that. It, you know, in fact, it's it's a sign of admiration. To some of it back in the day. Somebody. Some of it back in the day was they weren't making fun of black people. No, they were just mimicking. They didn't it, have it, a black it, actor to do the part, and so they, you know, did that to, you know. As but, Whenever you, you you mimic somebody, it's actually a form of flattery that you're you're honoring that in that person. Even if you're kind of spoofing it or whatever, uh, it, it still is a form of flattery. So people should just you know, get over it. Steve <laughs> Martin said it best. You know, comedy is not pretty. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of that, I think we're we've strayed off the topic and straight too far down the road from what we want to do yeah Uh, so let's uh, transition to our uh, emails we do have thank heaven i found you why haven't you been answering me these last few days do i have to check in with you everything i do every place i go uh email i was telling joe before we recorded about the longest joke ever and i'm not gonna tell that one That would just take too long to hold our podcast. I didn't. Um, but I do have a shorter letter. This is, uh, says, I didn't get any emails. This is, hi, Keith, Jill. And what? This says it twice. Hi, Keith, Jill, and hi, Jill, Terry, and Keith. Wow, that's somebody bunched up their typewriting on that one. It says, I used to have a job at a florist shop. The key word there is used to. Let me tell you about the mistake I made. I wonder if it's Dick Flower Shop. Is this not their name? It says the new <laughs> business was opening and one of the owner's friends wanted to send him flowers for the occasion. I arranged the flowers and had our delivery guy take the flowers to the business. The problem started when the business owner read the card. Rest in peace. Understandably, the owner was angry, and he called me to complain. I answered the phone, and after he tells me off, I'll spare you the words since you have a family-friendly podcast. Let's just say he pointed out my obvious mistake and was very clear about how angry he was. I knew my day was about to become worse. I hoped I could ease the man's temper by telling him, sir, I'm really sorry for the mistake, but rather than getting angry, you should imagine this. Somewhere there's a funeral taking place today that may have flowers with a note saying, congratulations on your new location." And that is how I lost my job as a florist. <laughs> at Dick's Flowers. Get your flowers at Dick's. Congratulations on your new location. <laughs> exactly. That's too this funny. is from Jose Flores from Dead Dog Beach, Puerto Rico. Um, you I say you have, have another one or just? I do have another okay, one. Good. Hope you stay cool in your new place. <laughs> oh, yeah, Don't, hope it's not too hot there. Uh, hi, Keith, Jill, and Terry. Hey, 
guys, I've been taking these Kung Fu classes lately. I must say they are great. They teach you how to be as powerful as a tiger, as quick as a monkey, and as smart as a dragon. Why, just the other day, these guys came up to me with a knife and demanded money. So I turned into a chicken and ran. <laughs> From Ran Lee Brewster, Chicken Alaska. Chicken Alaska. <laughs> Lee Brewster. I guess no relation to Bruce Lee. <laughs> anyway, that takes us to our final thoughts. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Our show is coming to an end. My first thought is never trust a dog. To watch your food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be a good reason. Yes. I had to explain to my grandson to go to bed, you'll feel better in the morning. It's just like the human version of turn it off, turn it back on. <laughs> Reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Force control, I'll delete on this kid. <laughs> I hate it when people get simple stuff wrong. I mean, it's not like rocket surgery. <laughs> rocket surgery is <laughs> the science. <laughs> don't, don't ever be too full for dessert. <laughs> yeah. I think my grandkids have that one down pat. <laughs> I have a thought here. Um, it's hard doing nothing because you never know when you're finished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what do you call cheese? Is it yours? Nacho cheese. Here's a good one. When your dad is mad and asks you, do I look stupid? Don't answer him. <laughs> <laughs> At least I won't say yes. <laughs> well, I don't have any more, but I got a knock-knock joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Art. R2. R2-D2. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's one. Knock, knock. Who's that? Spell. Spell who? Spell. S-P-E-L-L. Spell. Spell who? W-H-O. You spelled it. <laughs> My dad told me a joke about boxing. I guess I missed the punchline. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Don't pick on your sister when she's holding a baseball bat. You guys remember that? <laughs> I don't have any more today, so...
No. You got more Terry or not? Mm. Maybe we can have Alexa tell us something. No, you overdid it at Thanksgiving. When your sweatpants put on sweatpants. <laughs> well, if that's all we got for the final thoughts, this is where we close things out. And there's right. Alexa, tell me a joke. What do you call an elephant? You can do many things at once. A multi-tusker. <laughs> she got the same one too. Yeah. The multi-tusker. <laughs> Well, this is where we sign off. This is your host uh, signing off saying thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. Uh, send us a rating and review. Tell us what you think about our show. Give us a little comfort. It's good. But be honest about it. Give us a fair rating and review. Uh, I'll try not to be sick. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week and maybe Terry won't cough on us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it'll be uh, what's that smoker no smoker video it's called. Mm. National smoke out. That sounds funny. T S F at that sounds funny.com. <laughs>